West West show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Man, thanks for the barbecue, boys. Sicky barbecue. It's funny having a barbecue in the middle of winter, but it's good because it makes you hopped up for summer coming up. Yeah. And it's been like cold. It hasn't been really cold, but the weather's been shit, eh? Like raining every day. Wow, it has been like for the last probably three or four weeks now, if I recall. Yeah, yeah I know. Stayed, stayed good for more than four or five hours, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Not even a full day on my way here. It's like everybody's out and about. They're just trying to enjoy as much of this weather as they can. But now, thanks for coming. Another round of Empty uh, Out The Clip podcast here on the West West Network. I just want to point out to all the listeners listening that if you want to, if you want more content, more, if you want to look at more of our opinions, go to our group page, Empty Out The Clip group page on Facebook. Invite yourself. It's a private group. And um, answer the three questions that are there. And then he'll uh, yeah. we'll see if you're good then, enough to be a part of the group. <laughs> and then get your unfiltered on. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be. You gotta remind everyone, eh? Like, if you, if you get offended by little things about, um, like wearing a rainbow jersey, <laughs> the, the page might not be for you. But um, if you want to listen to some laughs and some real honest, straight, straight unfiltered content, yeah, man, this is the place to be. Oh, well spoken, well spoken. Because you know, I, I keep on hearing. People calling places safe places all the time. Like, <laughs> this is a safe place for us to come together and talk about things. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I just want to say that the Into the Clip group page is not a safe place. I just want to get that straight. It's not a safe place, okay? That means you can say whatever you want. And let's just talk about it. Because nowadays, I feel like you can't say shit. Because whatever you say is going to offend someone. Yeah. And so that what does that do? That makes you not say anything. But our page is different. Our page is a place where you can come. If you don't agree with what we say, just come and say so and just say whatever. It's all opinions. It's all just opinions. So it's not hurting anyone. It's just how you think. So it's all good. Nice. <laughs> but like I said, man, during the barbecue, I've been an angry motherfucker all week. Like, <laughs> come your farm. Like, shit, man. I've, I've been waiting for this moment this whole week. No money troubles. With, like, you know, Putting maintenance on a car is fucking like a waste of money, man. It was not gas. It's a waste of money. <laughs> you know? <sighs> okay, that's a bit of a hint of what we're going to talk about today on Empty Out The Clip. So, I don't know about you guys, but my news feed on all my social media has been blowing up all week about this Manly's Eagles uh, pride jersey. Seven players stood down, didn't want to wear the jersey, created an uproar. With social media, with all everyone that's probably involved with the rainbow community or not, or supporting the rainbow community, and it just caused a real big uproar in social media. Everybody, like everybody, took sides. And what I saw with the whole thing, I'll give you, I'll give you guys my opinion about it. But first of all, I just want to say what I saw, what I observed with my social media. Anyway, was there was a lot of hate on both sides. Actually, there was a lot of hate. There was a lot of hate. There's people that support the rainbow community that stood up for them by hating on the people, those seven players, and for anybody who supported them. And then on the other side, it was the other, other thing too. Like, it was like, oh, come on, it's just a jersey. Don't be like that. Yeah. You know? So, 
Little loose man, like, don't hold it in, don't hold it in. Yeah, I'm still trying to understand the whole thing with it, because... I think as a, like, as a human being, right? Human beings. The first natural thing is to be, like, if someone falls over, your natural, your natural response. If it's not a laugh, is a, oh, are they all right? So, if you put a, if you put the jersey, the buckle, in, in perspective like that, like... They didn't want to wear it because of the meaning behind the jersey, or they just didn't want to wear it because it represents something that they don't believe in. Mm. Fair enough, it's like, you know, if if you don't feel comfortable in your own workplace, like pressure to do it, yeah, don't do it. Mm. If they, if you're if you're like both feet in hundred percent, yeah, I don't feel comfortable wearing it. But how it's filtered through their club and then into the media and to everyone who's got an opinion on social media. Yeah. That's where it's gotten lost because it's the fact that they didn't play, right? Because they didn't play. And do you reckon that game would have changed the outcome of the game? Because that's obviously put you guys um, <laughs> in the... Whether well, he's make the top eight or not. Well, you know, me being a Manly Seagull supporter, that's my team. I was I was a bit annoyed that it could be a detriment to our chances of hitting the top eight. Because I think we're 11th... I think we're 11th or 10th right now on the table. By a few results this week, but... Because they weren't just guys that make up the... Other twenty three of the eighteen, they were actually your starting players, eh? It was Josh Alloway, Josh Schuster as well, Jason Saab, Olakwatu was one of the players, but there were seven all up. You know with me though, when I think of it, like I don't have any problem with both sides, right? I don't have any problem with the Rainbow community, I don't have any problem with what these boys did. But well, what I did have a problem with was the hate. Like attacking both sides, you know? From both there was hate from both sides just attacking each other. And to me, that felt like you had to choose a side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's what it felt like. If it, you, cho- yeah. Oh, what if I'm on the fence? Because all I want to do is want many sequels to make the top eight. That's all I want. <laughs> I mean, that's all I want, man. <laughs> and like my argument, my not my argument, but my thinking was okay. And I saw the jersey, right? It was just like three lines on the jersey with with rainbow colors. I was like, oh, if I believe that, if I don't believe in this. And it's against my my beliefs or something. And then the employer that I work for says, "Okay, we're gonna do this. I don't care about what you believe in." You know, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hang, hang on! You haven't even consulted us. What's going on? I don't know what to think. So I may as well just say, no, nah, I don't want to play." It makes them and the and the organization, but not so much the organization, like the um the CEO of um rugby league, because. Eh? The tail end I saw of everything happening on social media was Maria Falau um, coming out and defending her husband. So what was he? What what did he do any different from what these guys have done? And then they tore up his contract over something that he had said on social media, and he was the first to sort of stand there and say, "Well, it's not going to change my point of view." And there I am, do whatever. So they got rid of him, right? But these seven players, maybe if Israel hadn't done what he'd done then, probably wouldn't be in the you know. Wouldn't have a stand to leg on, uh, you know, anywhere to stand because Israel already did it for them. I feel that was an example for everyone else. Huh? That was for me. That was an example for any other islander kid or any other Christian person that believes in that. Because I remember after the Falau thing happened, it was a big outroar as well with people against them. Like, how can you? You're you're just a sexist guy, or you're just the guy who hates um, the rainbow community. Mm. And he was ostracized for that. And that brought up a lot of debate with Christians and you know, people that believe in it or don't believe in it. Yeah. But I think 
if that inspired people, if that inspired other Christians, Pacific Island Christians, then a few years down the track, if there was an opportunity like Manny Seagulls doing this thing with the Pride jersey, then this was an opportunity for Islander kids to see what happened with Falau, to stand up for yeah, what yeah, they believed in too. So, you know, it's just... I don't think if... I don't know if Falau did what he did. If he didn't do what he did, would these seven boys do yeah. do, do that, you know, yeah, yeah. if it wasn't for Israel Falau? Yeah, yeah true. Because when the Israel Falau thing happened a couple of years ago, yeah, that's a long pretty... time to think about it. Mm. That's a long time for people to see what happened with Falau and say, okay, this is a new thing happening. Let's let's think about it. And time to let it simmer and yeah, let's sink in. Like... Let it simmer and sink in. This, is this what we're really doing? Yeah. I mean, then... It, it's it's hard to believe like that it's not just one person that's you know and this is like a during the week game it was seven guys that made themselves and they chose to do it themselves whereas it wasn't the club like Israel was sort of like because he came out the club said nah we can't have that because it was bad publicity for the NRL so they didn't want to deal with it mm. and then the next thing they could come up with was fuck get rid of him just cut him loose imagine if it was half the team that did that would it be any difference? Well, 13 pretty much is the, uh, half a team, eh? Seven. If yeah, it was yeah. Israel, Israel Falau. It was, it was half the team. Back then. Oh, it was, it was, yeah. It was half the team that, yeah. that stood They actually down. supported him. They stood down. No, they stood down. For Manly. But they've oh, okay. done exactly what he's done, is come out and said, we don't believe in it. Yeah. We're not going to play. I mean, uh, at the time when Israel Falau was put out, if, if, if his teammates backed him up, like how these guys are doing yeah. it. It would be different. Knock-up. Yeah, it would be a different outcome. He'd be still in the NRL. But I mean, the, they even settled that out of court, eh? Like, he got a bigger payout than what he was worth for the rest of the season. But yeah. I mean, they looked at his value like, you know, what he could have made if he was still in the NRL with a contract. But the, the reason why Maria was pissed off because NRL wouldn't let Falau back in. Yeah. yeah. And then the NRL let these seven boys get back in after this <laughs> one game. <laughs> so Which she was calling her hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of a Probably hypocrisy there. But I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's it's interesting, eh? What what what's going on with society, and what you're supposed to support and not support? Because I think it's a fine line these days, eh? But they, but in a nutshell, man, these guys are just cherry picking about what they believe in. Like they're trying to they they're using the religious dance on it. Yet they've got a a massive a gambling corporation printed along the front of the jersey. Which pays them and probably has third party ties to every player. They're the right to to to, to blow that up and fame it, wear it. <laughs> but the free colours that stands for a nation that you know has nothing directly tied to them is just a belief. Like you know, and they didn't want to play. Everybody likes money, bro. It's like cherry picking. <laughs> they won't play on Sunday. They won't. They'll play on Sundays when they can. Oh, I think it's just yeah, cherry picking, eh? You gotta be real specific now. It feels like these days, eh? Yeah. What you believe and what you not believe, because you're right. Like, if these boys wanna stand down because of the inclusive, inclusivity thing or the rainbow thing, if they don't believe in homosexual, homosexuals and gays, and if they, is that what they don't believe in? Because it's in the Bible, then, yeah, then how much of the Bible are you gonna believe, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna play on Sunday, like you said, and. The pick and choosing thing, like there's no sort of. This is like a case of you either go 100 percent or you don't go at all. Yeah, or well, it feels like they they just wanted to, like, 
like I applaud the flexing. The nah, I don't feel comfortable wearing it. But as a rugby league like fan, it's sort of like, why didn't you make that all news earlier? Because you know when Sunny Bill put the tape over the the BNZ on the collar of the jersey for the for the Blues, they created another jersey with like Plunkett on it. <laughs> so he still fielded when he wore a different jersey with a different sponsor on the collar, you know, because of his religious belief. But with these guys, the NRL has a contract with the um with the you know whoever dynasty whatever that they're not allowed to field different jerseys. You know, well, there's somewhere in the contract that says they can't do that, you know, because of all the all the money that's tied to it. But these guys, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I sort of applaud them, and then I'm also like, like as a fan, because man, I'd be pissed if that Premier players did that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now, sure. I, I think I know where you're coming from when you say applaud them because it, it depends what you what we think of or why we're applauding them in terms of like why are they doing it for real? Like, is it really like you can say because we don't really know, but it's off the back of the religious thing, right? Or the religious thing that in the Bible it says you know can't be homosexual and all that shit. Because I've read culture as well, like they 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 they've gone inside because the cultural uh, cultural beliefs as well. Like on a couple of other um, articles that have come up, but when they say culture, it was like okay, so they obviously they don't mind wearing a big banner of a uh, TAV sports bit, whatever. They don't mind keeping the Sabbath day holy, paying on the Sundays. They don't mind the um, cherry picking how they stand on it, but it won't be the church side; it will be the 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 um, cultural side. But the majority of these boys are so I won't say. So it means to say that they ain't got any fafafine or gay family. Which is like hard to believe, yeah. Cause, you know, because it's accepted over there. It's accepted, yeah. yeah. What happened in the news afterwards, after on oh, the game day, on the game day, on the news, it said that they they weren't angry at the fact of the religious thing. They were angry at the fact of the not being consulted before. If that's what they're saying, is they weren't consulted first. Were they angry at the fact that that they see this thing of wearing the jersey yeah. a form of control, like being forced to do something yeah, that they weren't say. even told? Yeah. It is, bro. It is 100% that. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, it's almost like baiting them to show face and say, oh, look, you, know, you can you can get it, you can do it. But, oh, but here's the catch. Yeah. But then yeah. no one agreed to the, uh, here's the catch, but like, everyone was keen. But, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm done. And then yeah. next oh, rainbows. What? And then for them to be put in that position, eh, like, also mm. like, oh, well, these guys are hard-out Christians and they were in the gay pride thing. Like, yeah, that's throwing them off, you know? So you can understand but as a fan, eh? Like, because the fan is what makes the game, man. You can say all the players and that, but for the manly fans. Should the NRL adopt these political things in the game? It's, it's almost like, um, what's it? Yeah. Like the silent petitions, almost, eh? Mm. Like to boycott a game well, a couple of days before and then come out and say, no, nah, we're not playing. Because it was a, a charity jersey, like, obviously, of. Reebok's this once the Reebok doesn't get a cut from that, you know, because they're not wearing that strip. But because it was the the um the pride one, like all obviously, all the money generated from that game would be donated to the Ian Roberts charity that he you know obviously ambassadors for. But yeah, as a fan, man, it's like fuck, really, damn, you know, it's all about money again. Yeah, no, it's all about money and. And that's why the corp- corporations are into all this political stuff because they know that it's part of who the, who their customer base is, you know? Mm. They don't want to offend a group of people if 
if they're if they're not gonna get a cut of the <laughs> of the pie in that group that you know yeah. spends yep. money on with them, you know. So that's what they're scared of, and it, it makes sense to me that way. But it's funny because a lot of these groups are minority groups, and socially, the power of what that makes people yeah. do whatever they want, you can't really because you have to satisfy certain groups of people. Yep. Because yeah, because the gay and um, lesbian community is not it's sort of like not a it's minority like to the masses, but it's still a community. It's like the NRL is not going to keep them quiet forever. Because even if this debacle irons itself out, it's still going to make headlines. It's still going to be news and speaking about everywhere. Yeah. Because no matter where those seven players now go from that club, they've carried that trail with them. You know, and they're going to be always known as that seven players that didn't want to wear the pride jersey or like they didn't support that until one of them changes their mind. Oh, we are all human. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> it's okay. If a gay couple break down on the side of the road and they had no help and then they showed up on the news later murdered and I couldn't help them. Oh, well, I still wouldn't wear a pride jersey. <laughs> it's like, fuck, really? I mean, at the end of the day, Eric, what would you want out of all this? If if you see this whole situation, what would you want? If I was a rugby league player and I wasn't told about it, but I I, I don't know. It's hard for me because I'm, I'm brought up different. Mm. So I would have just went, nah, fuck it, sweet. I'll wear the juicy. Exactly. Whatever. I would have... But we don't live in this society anymore. That yeah. kind of society that, that people doesn't let us do that. That people will just f- say, "Oh yeah, that that's you." Not so me. surely along yeah. along the way, <laughs> they've like, seen like as as that group of Christians have seen what Israel done. They didn't want to be one of those guys to speak up about it. Mm. Yeah, even though they supported his belief, they didn't want to speak up about it until it, the hands was put on them, and then they were in that situation. Mm. Now they've obviously decided, "Oh shit, man, I'm not hundred percent," you know keen to do it and they're obviously speaking to each other and then got the numbers to sort of say it and make it happen because it's one thing to have the um the management disagree but when the coach goes and agrees well that's when it's like you look at your club as a whole and be like okay so what how do we fuck up there because it was a real big fuck up eh? like mm. for them to not know surely they would know like okay um magic rounds happening um july celebrations happening like you know whatever and to not know about that that's like well, where did they come from, you know? The other thing is, the NRL is not... They've had it before. They've had days where they, there's clubs wear different jerseys to celebrate different things. Yeah, 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 that's true. And then all of a sudden, the the rainbow thing comes on and there's controversy. <laughs> because because it is a controversial subject. If you believe it or not, it is a controversial subject. It draws a line down the middle of the people that believe believe it and don't believe it in society. It's a touchy subject. It's not like domestic violence when the husbands beat up their wives. I mean, everyone, no one's going to support that. Mm. No one's going to support that because that's obviously a bad thing, right? But not everybody is gay and not and, and not everybody is straight at the same time, you know? So, and there's people, gonna, there's people that don't believe in it and there's people that do believe in it. So, that's a different story. That's not like domestic violence. Yeah. You're not going to go against domestic violence because that is wrong. Whereas this is sort of, you know, straight down the middle it's something that some people don't want to do. That, I mean, that's the hardest part. Hmm. That's the hardest part of um, for me to digest. I'm not saying that I hate gays, but it's like because I'll accept it. I mean, if you can see it in your own family, you you'll accept it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you in your heart, you're human, right? Like you know, yeah. Surely they don't. You don't see it through their eyes, but to to believe in 2022 that you can play in something as professional as the NRL, and then they don't want to play 
because they don't believe in that stuff. Yet there's a player in the club that's too scared to come out now, you know? Mm. And this is like however many years after Ian Roberts has come out. And that actual club, sort of like, man, the club hasn't gained anything from it, you know? Because mm. they're mm. still in the shadows of it. Yeah, I feel sorry for if someone that's in the team that's gay and now all oh, this is happening. Yeah, fuck. yeah. We can only imagine. It's be man. scary, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, but if someone, if I was in the, if I, say if I was an era player and my teammate was gay, and mm. I just found out, I wouldn't feel. Any, I want to be like, oh, shit, I'm gonna leave now. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. As long as doing good for the team, winning, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I care about. Like, yeah. I don't care about his sexual orientation and all that shit. Like, but it's come to the point where you know you have to. Now we gotta prove that we agree or don't agree. Now, hey, we can't even say anything now. Oh man and, and this is a thing On social media I think the media Is fucking making Social media Worse than what it, Like you know Cause We still don't know 100% Whether they actually Nah we, we don't support it mm-hmm. Cause it was just a They got Sort of like Sabotaged them And like Tracked them in a corner And just told them Oh this is the jersey That's coming They were gonna be Wearing tomorrow night mm-hmm. She's gonna take the bait <laughs> Yeah like Remember that Word they used to teach us When we were kids At school Sticks and stones May break my bones <laughs> but words can never hurt me. Yeah. But that's not the case anymore now. No. Nope. In 2022. Like, you can throw that nursery rhyme out the window. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> the words, the words. Because oh, well, words are powerful these yeah. days. Man. They make you uh, kill yourself, bro. It's weird to see my feed this week with all the Manly Seagull stuff and to, to see other people's comments, everybody's comments about the situation. Man, yeah, that's what I saw, man. I saw a lot of hate going on. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, a lot of hate. Both sides, ah, and I all the comments. When, whenever the Herald posts up the story about it, and you read the comments, <laughs> man, there's so many, you know, and you can see all the angles that everyone's talking about, and the, it all makes sense. Both sides, but that's the thing, both sides make sense, but it's just they're making sense in, the, in a way where if you believe one side, then that's your these are all your things that make sense to you, yeah. And if you believe this other side, if you're on the other side, then all the things that they're saying, that's what you believe too. And I can see both. Yeah. So, but we can't be both. We have to choose our other side. No, we don't. On social media. No, 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 no. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, make us choose a side. Us, yeah. They're trying to choose, make us choose a side. But I'm seeing both sides and I'm thinking, why can't we just like fuck all that and just play the game and, and move on? Yeah. But like surely, yeah, if like one of those guys needed a knee up on reconstruction on their shoulder, right? The only guy who's capable and more than ever capable of doing the operation is happens to be bisexual or he's gay. <laughs> and like if you get the operation done by him, he's like two to three months easy, you're back on the field. And then the next guy is like four to six years back on the field. <laughs> they are gonna go knock on this guy's door and go, Man, I wear the pride jersey any other day of the week. Exactly. Straight away. Eh? Exactly. But from what I've been reading on social media, it's just a jersey. But they don't know. But they don't know because like they're not the ones standing in front of their team saying something that they don't agree with. Because mm. you know, they're behind the keyboard and them standing there and something that they believe in, and then having support is even more. It's like another win for them. But to have the coach side of them, that's another win for them. So it means that. Any, like, if you look at the situation, any Pacific guy who believes culturally and religiously that I don't think I'm comfortable with this situation has a voice, hey, and it has a voice in, in a club like Manly. Mm. But then everyone that's watching, they just want to see a good game. 
We just want to see the results. Mm. And then we all start putting our own, um, oh, fuck, it's just a jersey. Or, you know? That's why they get paid heaps of money. Or what about the centre-bit thing of Rockstar Lego? Or what about how they play on Sundays? It's just, uh, oh, you know, everyone has their five cents, but it has no value directly to them at all. And that's why they're just brushing it off. Oh, no comment, no comment. Because if they had stood there and taken media questions, then we'd actually know. But until then, apparently they're all good for the following season to wear the jerseys. Oh, that's okay. the last that I heard. Maybe they should have done the sneaky styles and just say, oh, they got COVID. Seven players got killed with COVID. <laughs> and then none of this will happen, eh? Yeah. Do the All Blacks what the All Blacks do. I mean, it, can, it, can always be like, it can always be like, we need the attention, we don't want the attention, but we'll take it anyway. Yeah. Oh. So there's... um. So did, did, they, did the players go to the media about this whole... Nah, I reckon they would have got told to keep quiet. Like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll accept that you guys aren't going to play. But do not, if you get given the questions or asked, do not comment. Because all they need is just one bit of, um, hey, they just need one bit of leeway to put a story together. And like, this all came out of Eric's mouth. <laughs> and they'll just, man, then you'll be the bait for however long it goes on about until you come out and say, no, nah, I didn't say that. I mean, you know, as a Seagulls fan, like, I hope it was worth it because we got three games left and we got Camper in front of us and Roosters in front of us. Well, that's it. So if you don't make the cut and they look at the foreign against <laughs> and that's what it is, bro, that's going to come back on them. And like I said, that's going to go off them everywhere they go because of that that stance, which is, you know, but they should know the consequence. So and someone should have painted a story for them, you know. And that's the only gripe I'll have with this whole situation if we don't make the something because of this game they lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only gripe. That's the only gripe. At least you know you got your players go fools to stand there and get <laughs> I'm not worried that jersey. But you know, I like to I like to have a silver lining, eh? Like we got these new guys come in, have a taste of first grade, you know. We got the new end guy Smalley. He had scored that last try. That's true, man. And you know what? You can only you can only bleed the next round of villains, eh? Because when are you gonna do it? You do it in the preseason. There's only so many preseason games. You can do it first round. There's only so many games where you don't want to sort of be on the outside of the top eight. And a lot of guys want to play rep football. But like, yeah, just have a pride round. And half your team will stand down. I think everyone's gonna use it as a blueprint now going forward, eh? <laughs> if you want the under twenty one to come get some top side experience, man. Without telling everyone that they injured or they got caught drinking during the week, yeah, fuck it, just do that. <laughs> Pride jersey rounds coming up, so who who wants to go home and have a rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a break. And still get paid. It's um, identity politics, right? Because if you identify with a group, and then you're gonna fight hard to make sure that group has a say in everything, and you're not even an individual anymore. We know there's a rainbow community, but there are gays that don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know? Then you're gonna follow it. And there'll be valid reasons for them not to. Yeah. Hey. Like there'll be there'll be gays that don't want to do the protesting and yeah, they yeah, don't care yeah. about that shit. Really. Mm. I mean, what what is the like, what is the whole point of just making people angry? Because yeah. that's that's why I, well, that's what I see what's happening, what it does. But I think like at the same time, like for them to be labeled and put in that that group, like that title under that title, is sort of like. They're like everyone, like they're just trying to search for an acceptance in 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 the world eh? and in society. They obviously don't want to be outcast and not wanted or not as equal, you know. Yeah, just to be like, a part of something. Yeah, because like, man, the reality is like, bro, if a gay surgeon is the best surgeon in the world, fucking go to the best surgeon in the world if he's the best at what he does. You know, if I was a gay barber, man, I'd probably 
I'll probably appreciate the more guys coming to get haircuts from me because they're probably tough better than a lot of straight guys. <laughs> and you know, that's been that's been like honest, like you know, yeah. which way you swing doesn't change the character of a person and his heart, you know. Because at the end of the day, you know, if these guys really, really gave a fuck, they would know. You know, if a guy genuinely cares about someone and really is concerned about his teammates and his team and his club, that's, th- that's what makes a dude, you know. That's all that should matter. It's just it's just society has given them that label, you know, which shouldn't really matter. Oh, that's my five cents. Nah, you yeah, you're right, man. Nah, you're right. Cause I I just don't like the whole group thing. That's what I don't like. Like it's got nothing to do with you as an individual. It's got nothing to do with that. It's putting people in little like containers of this and that sucks. And yeah, but I I get it. I get it because they want to like I said they want to be included and stuff. But I feel like they're doing it the wrong way with trying to make it like. Like a power grab or something. Yeah. I bet you there's people in politics, they study this shit and they just know, like, what gases will fucking make a potent explosion, eh? And that's obviously what they've done with, with the gay and lesbian community, knowing if they, you know... Because that's just bait for, like, guys who are hard out at church and stuff. And, and the barbershop itself was, like, the two things that are off the table, like, when they say, don't talk about this stuff because you just create a storm in here. And there's always politics and religion. Yep. It's the two things you don't ever talk about in the bob shop. And, like, I don't like talking about it when I'm drinking, too. Mm. Like, when I used to work on the doors, I'd be like, man, like, love you guys, man. We could talk about whatever. But just don't drop the gay and lesbian stuff and then talk about religion, man. Yeah. Sure enough, someone just starts quoting every, every verse from the Bible. The next minute, the gay and the Adam and Steve shit comes up. And you seen guys almost want to punch each other up, you know? And it's like, what did I say? It's like, don't, man. There's just kind of... A, a fade is not allowed in. Uh, is it in the Bible? Did you hear about that? Do you know what? You know, having in the Bible it says if you have your sides of your head shaved, it's against the. It's in the Bible. You can't do it. Hey, mm. what the? Then I'm the devil himself. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so what is it? What is the fade supposed to represent? No, I'm just. It just says you can't shave your sides oh, of your head. Okay. Ah, oh, so that's why they have long, long hair. <laughs> <laughs> Long hair And that's how the guy Kissed the other guy (laughs) (laughs) Mistaking his Male friend for for his wife Yes (laughs) Thought it was his wife But it was another guy But man Honestly Don't give up on your team Because Parramatta won last night (laughs) It goes to show you man If you want to build a team You got to build it around A spine and the legs And the neck and the shoulders too You can't just rely on the free Three main parts of your body, man. Otherwise, you're so like, what happened to Parramatta last night? Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As I saw, you know, when I talk about the hate on both sides, they're all Islanders too. Oh hey, my gosh. I think that's what. Too. But you know how you talk about on below deck, like, if the Islanders are on the, on the boat, yeah. I, I start to really think, like, Hmm, I'm starting to think, man. <laughs> like, surely there's always a gay person on the boat, eh? It's like, but there's the drama right there. But that Josh guy, eh? the Oloi guy, yeah. <laughs> the guy's drama, bro. His family's drama, man. Like, <laughs> man, respect for those league family and stuff, bro. But, man, like his brother, his brother, right? Because they are old boys from Carson, okay? They are old boys. And like, it was the first time I'd ever seen on the old, like a platform where people were coming out of the closet, like saying, bro, that guy had every right to wear that, that hat. And then people were like, oh, that guy's a fucking idiot. Very weird. Josh goes, that's my brother. The comments stopped for a good hour. Then the jokes came out. But then people started to banter about it, like saying, nah, well, hold up. Pull it, peel it back a bit. Because one of the guys who organized the march is an old boy. 
and he knew him. So they're from the same era at school. And he goes, no, he did it. To, you know, he, there was a reason why he did it. He did it for the social media attention. But he didn't realize his job was going to be on the line when he got back to school. So it was like, def, these guys are known to step out and, like, you know, oh. to sort of speak up like that. So that was the Black Lives Matter match? Black Lives Matter match, yeah. Which is like, you... That's why when I saw was the best one, it's that guy. He's one of the tour representatives. It's like, gosh. So he obviously would have got those guys to follow him, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. Because you remember, like, just not so long ago, I mean, Paul, him and Paul Gallon was supposed to fight. Like, he was like, he was he was wanting it. Like, yeah, let's get it on. And then made up some excuse for it not to happen. Eh? <laughs> oh, man. But he was, his, uh, his brother in the man, he, he's like, he was the one that was one of the seven, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, man, it's good all the tour side more is getting all this attention now, eh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, five of their players, and A little way, isn't it, to probably the international, say? He's got to apologize for the for what he did, eh? If he doesn't apologize, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. If he doesn't apologize, I'm not going to support the tour for the rugby league World <laughs> Cup. I'm going to be Kiwis all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your loss. <laughs> that was perfectly fine with me. <laughs> Since we lost, so it's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, even Brad Fiddler, he was trying to come out with his um, five cents. Oh, yeah, what is he? He's talking about how there's so many jerseys now, like there's no respect and pride in the jersey. Oh, he's talking about the Warriors because they got what, 100 jerseys. <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> It's like a thousand jerseys, eh? It's like a home and a home and a home and away and home home game mm. jersey, then the home jersey, then mm. the away strip from home jersey. You know the thing about the Warriors is like they got so many jerseys. When you look at the crowd, that's like there's a rainbow color right there, man. Straight up, eh? Like that's a it's like you know when you watch 300, eh? And everyone's like we're in the same eat, look around. Oh, bro, you look at the Warriors, like that's that's why those guys are living in there. They're living there. But you know, you go to like you, you watch the games in your and the Bulldogs are playing in their crowd. It's the same blue yeah, and white. Blue and white. Are the Rabbitohs? Yeah, same. Same green. Yeah. So any Warriors fans listening, fucking get a hold of your CEO <laughs> and the club and fucking tell them stick to one fucking color, man. <laughs> it's too much. Straight up, hey. Oh my gosh. Corey, Dan, if you're listening, man, fucking tell your management, man, sort that shit out. Crazy, eh? I heard that um, they're gonna do the jersey again, the pride jersey again next year, and the boys that stood down are, are gonna agree to play with it, play it next year. So, what does that tell you? They decided to play it next year. They all eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why would you say they all eat, though? Because I feel the same. I think, yeah, mm. fuck it's like, what were they drama for? It was a waste of time. If yeah. that's the case, they're gonna play mm. next year. It was a waste of time for a lot of things. It was a waste of time for people to to be angry at what they did. Yeah. It was a waste of time for them to do it. And it was a waste of time for just the whole thing, you know? Like Yeah, because even even when you guys posted it up on uh on the uh, on the group page, I was it, it took me ages to look at it because I was like I I, I read the first few uh, sentences, I was like, Oh, what a waste of time. <laughs> But then I, when I looked at the comments, I was like, and they kept on piling up. And then I, I saw it all, like you were saying, on the other feeds in there. I was like, oh my gosh. 
But see, if this happened like 20 years ago, it would be not even be an issue. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Like the clubs won't even do jerseys like this. Like yeah, it would like just carry on. But yeah. I remember when Ian Roberts come out, like I mm. can remember, that's when I still supported Manly, when uh, Matthew Ridge and Cliffy Lyons, Tuvia, and it was still there, Carol. Yeah, I remember like that, like, you know, at first it was a shock. And it was a shock to a few fans, but it took someone like Cliffy Lyons to say, "Fuck! If this guy can still carry us on the field, fucking do his job, you can't ask anything else, you know." Yeah, fuck, he's yeah. a good cunt. Yeah, you have a bill from. He, you know, still doesn't change yeah. who he is. And that's what I'm talking about before with the individuality. Mm. Like it's all about the individual, not the group. Yeah. they're with. It's his own choice as well, you know. It's like it's racist in itself to like say. I fucking hate Samoans or I fucking hate Tongans when when you don't even know individuals in yeah. that group, you know? Like you can't you can't even say that. It's like saying it's like saying I hate the rainbow community. You know? You can't even say that because how do you it's not one it's not not all of them have that one personality. They're yeah. Different personalities, different people. But at the end of the day, i they should have put politics in sports, actually. Hey. Kills the sport, eh? At the end of the game, at the end of the day, we just people want to see a game. They mm. just want to see guys smash each other. Later, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the thing is, like, with sponsorship, the sport teams need sponsorship. And then when, but this this <coughs> this kind of arguments when they go into in, into in, into corporations because they do because if you join a big big company and they've got all these rules, like BP, BP yeah. has these rules about. The rainbow community, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're a employer, if you, if you, if any employees of BP disagree with that because of their religious beliefs, are they going to quit their job and leave? Probably, might. Yep. Or have second thoughts. Yep. You know? But, uh, it's on both sides of the fence. Yeah. So the question is, why did BP choose to do this? Knowing that people might leave or they'll lose staff. You know, or or not? It's the same sort of thing. Yeah. Like, what's the the point of BP is to give petrol to cars? You know, the point of NRL is for us to for them to play rugby league and for the fans to enjoy the game. Yeah, and and the NRL need their product to to strive and mm. sort of cater to everyone, eh? Without leaving anyone yeah. any worse off and yeah or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So if these sponsors on on the Manly jersey. Uh, if they're the ones that wanted this jersey to, so the sponsors can be this company that sponsors the team wants to be righteous, wants to feel like, oh, we want to be the company that says we love this community, and we want the Manly team to wear a rainbow um, jersey because we, as a company, we want to be seen as <laughs> yeah, we want to be seen as you know the good guys. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon like there are higher people, even people who marketed that jersey, because that jersey wasn't on sale to the public, eh? Because it was a charity jersey, it, w- it didn't go on sale to the public. There was an outcry of people saying, "Oh fuck, how come we didn't see that jersey?" Because that jersey wasn't designed for their major sponsor, and so they obviously got a jersey made up because they had their um old school jersey, eh? The one with the collar they played in the week before. And that was for those that that era of players, <coughs> but then this new that bright jersey was obviously one that a lot of people 
interested in, but they didn't make a big run of them. They just did the plane strip, and that was it. See now, if you if you if you if you guys feel that what's happening in the world world with in society with with the LGBT community doing everything that's influenced corporations, influenced advertising, influenced everything in sport and work and everything on social media and the movies, you know, because because they're pushing that right, they're pushing for equal rights for the gay community to have um, equal rights, the marriage thing everything in society right and all and everything they're touching everything right yeah everything but before them what who was it it was the indigenous it was the african-americans yeah it was the it was you know us you know it was the the man the the minorities before they became and then are still it was the minorities that are fighting for all this before you know so they've sort of like and if you listen to Dave Chappelle he jokes about this all the time yeah. that the LGB community has like pushed the us aside and went <laughs> in first in line yeah. <laughs> give us all the rights and these, and some of these LGB community are like are white males too they're like Balangis you know yeah. a lot of them and they're like like pushed us aside not not we want the rights now <laughs> We want equal rights, and us indigenous and everyone else was like, like, "Hey man, we've been fighting for <laughs> we've been fighting for centuries. This is what the fuck we get." Yeah, man, you guys just came here last week, <laughs> and it's hilarious because he was joking about um, yeah. what's his name, um, the Kardashian husband. Mm. What's his name? They turned to a girl. Oh, fuck. oh. I don't know, but we all know oh, who yeah. he is. <laughs> Jenna. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Caitlyn Jenner, yeah, it's Caitlyn yeah. Jenner now. Eh? Like him, before he was Caitlyn Jenner, he was a he was a rich white male, right? Now he's now he's changed to a, he's a trans, or he's changed. He's Caitlyn Jenner. Now he's asking for all these rights, equal rights, and all that. Yeah, you know, he's pushed in front of the line, in front of all the Mexicans or the Black Americans or the Indigenous. But when you <laughs> but like do the rainbow community actually accept transgenders like how he's done this exchange i, I think they're I think, part of the same community. i think they're part of the same community that's so why they, they got put LGBT. them in the same community or like they are part, they say they're part of the same community but i bet you can talk to a a group of gay men and they'll be like fuck no that's not us <laughs> <laughs> fuck off like you know surely well yeah yeah they yeah. just put them underneath that same umbrella because it's like the you know wanting to have the same rights sort of thing but really uh, i don't know we i don't mind them they're all good they're just like everybody else but i was like oh man they're really pushy but that, yeah it's it's weird it's weird you, you almost don't know what's how to how to navigate this whole shit eh? all man. i know is it's ugly eh? it's it's like, 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 um, you know, you know how we talked about. You see it in the movies and stuff, like, uh, like Voltron. They've done a remake of Voltron, and that I didn't realize that character was gay, and until the last, very last episode, <laughs> and I was shocked. But I was like, oh, okay, mm. <laughs> that was it. But um, apparently, like when I saw some of the comments about the the cartoon, you know, again. Left and right, 
everybody had their opinions and everybody was fighting this is bullshit and then oh what do you think you know it just I was like what the fuck I think you gotta you gotta question the reasons why things happen like if you think of if you think of what Disney did to Star Wars right you think of how you think of how they put that Asian girl in the Star Wars the second the second movie um, The Last Jedi and, you know, they call it diversity and all that, but no, nah, it was just to capture the Chinese market. Yeah. You know? They're yeah. just using... They say it's diversity, but they're just using it to capture different markets. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that's... I think that we see the same thing throughout the whole... The whole... Um, they got how different culture groups as different superheroes now. So it's kind of a similar, th- similar fashion. Even the NBA. The NBA, like... The NBA's market... They've got a big market in China. Like, a, I think 100 million Chinese people subscribe to the NBA app to watch all the games. So when they had the, the Hong Kong thing, when Hong, they had this thing in Hong Kong where, I don't know what it was about, but um, someone, someone, I think it was the Houston Rockets um, owner, he said something about Hong Kong that, Oh, he wasn't. He didn't agree with <coughs> the Chinese doing something to Hong Kong because you know how the how the British owned Hong Kong and then they gave it back to to China. Mm-hmm. So the the Houston Rockets owner had something to say, had something against China to do with Hong Kong, and then he said it, and then a day later he had to backtrack and and say and and apologize to what he said, yeah, because the NBA. They may have a lot of money in stake. So it's, yeah. In stake. That's why, yeah. So money plays another big part of it as well. Mm. Always has. Oh, it's the... I think it's on the forefront of what's happening in society. It's it's making money. And if and if they can... If the people that make money can, can jump on board the wagon of all this diversity stuff to make sure that they... They have their, you know, their funds still coming in. Then they, yep, then they will. Dope. That's why you see all these co- corporations adopting all these new rules now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, when it comes to inclu- inclusivity, when it comes to um, diversity, I think they're just doing it all wrong in the first place. Like, I, I don't believe you should do diversity at the top, at the top end of society. You gotta do it at the bottom when. You gotta do it where the kids are, where the young kids are learning. You can't do it at the top and say, okay, this company you need half Pacific you need half white people, you need, you know. You can't do that because where are you gonna get them from? And are they are they even qualified to do the job? But if you go down to the primary schools and you make sure these, if you want more Pacific doing engineering. You make sure the kids at primary school are going that way. It's funny you should say about you know half of this and half of that because I've noticed lately because uh, we've got a new boss we've had him for I think the last year or so, but the staff has changed from seventy percent Indians to around about probably twenty percent Indians now. Because <laughs> now we've got a lot more diverse um, culture groups in our in our staff now. Is that, a is few that islanders. Is it forced? I think so. I can't, I, I can't tell. I can't tell, but it's it's like that. Dramatically, that's a big ass change because usually it's mainly 
Indians. I don't know if that's racist or not, but no. it's mainly it's mainly them that you know, that's like in a period of ten years and then all of a sudden now we have got different ethnic groups. See I'm not surprised with the seventy percent uh, Indians because they tend to work. They, yeah. They tend Indians tend to work jobs like twenty four seven. Yeah, how do yeah, Uber driver, <laughs> yeah, petrol station, and yeah. full time job during the day. Yeah, exactly. That's how they roll. That's how they roll, and that's why they like you know they got that work ethic and they got a lot of properties because <laughs> <laughs> you know they They're they understand. The no, Ben, but but that's a valid, valid, valid point, man. You know, there's one thing about like, and I and I hate that 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 the same as truth behind that statement, like that that they really work. Because like you think about a group of Indians that come here, right? They've done exactly the same migration that the PIs has done. Mm. They came here with every opportunity, and even some less, because they didn't have a church to go back them. You know, some of them have even just come over just with what shit they had on their back, found their their place in society and in New Zealand. But they, they've never been. Um, they never had that. Oh no, nah, I'll, I'll bring someone over. You know, and we'll live in a small. To to um two bedroom unit, to them they didn't care, as long as they're together, yeah. and then they make a plan to sort of okay we can just work multiple jobs and just get this one place sorted we'll be right, and eventually you know give it another year or two we might have the kids, and then when it gets too small for us then we'll venture off but we'll still keep this, yeah. that blueprint that they have is fucking working and it still works for them yeah you'll never see any Pacifica people at that 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 um that issue yeah. Or that actual plan, mm. because we got too much pride and we got they want to put up with all the bullshit and all the drama. Yeah. Like, I don't want her, her sister and all her brothers fucking her parents, her husband's parents. Yeah, fuck if they could just stick to that plan, <laughs> fucking we've had just as many property. It will probably be more landlord owners than like these guys, but we don't, and that's it, man. It's because they got too much pride and too much bullshit, you know. Yo, fuck. I, I, I right wish there. some people could just smell the razors sometimes. They eh? was like fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I know the Indians, eh? they, they have that. They they do the stuff that we don't want to do, but they'll do it. Yeah, 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 they'll do it. That that's why when we're drunk and we Friday night when we're drinking, we go sh- go to the takeaways. Yes, yeah, takeaways and um yeah, yeah. and um and and get a pie from the super service station. Who's working there? Straight up. <laughs> Just like Who's when we're cooking our barbecue, if we say we could do this outside at a nightclub, eh? Bro, people would line up, hey, well, but yeah. you know, they'll probably give us shit. But see, and they can take, they can yeah. take it, eh? Keep rolling, yeah, bro. Give they it the, the next hits, day, man. all good. They know it because they're laughing secretly. They're going, haha, you giving you, you give me give, your money, give me your money, <laughs> give me your money, yeah, get drunk, spend all your money, yeah, bro. And then the Sleep other thing, day. right? They send back $500 New Zealand, fucking, you multiply that by Ooh. 28, 30 bucks. That's how much it is in the dollars. Yeah, in the rupees, eh? Mm. Yeah, it multiplies. Hard on it. We've got someone here complaining about $200 they're going to send next week <laughs> for their first cousins, <laughs> sisters, husbands, next one, neighbors, brother in laws, and they haven't met them. Fuck. Relax. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's a. How, come, how can we change that for us people? How can we change that? Because you're right, we don't want to work, eh? We're happy with our nine to five. Come home and drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you, but, but when you say, "How do we change that?" Pacifica kids, like when I'm thinking, you know, I probably all of a sudden turn into Doctor Phil when I'm drunk. Had a few, but like if you change the mindset to dream, if you teach your kids to dream, like don't be like think about how the history of P 
PIs came to New Zealand. They plucked us from the beautiful country, like beautiful landscapes, put us on a plane and brought us to work in the factories. They didn't, Balangi didn't teach you like, fuck, you could run this place if you wanted to. They only teach them as far as like team leaders and, oh, you be the puppet, I'll tell you, you can tell these people how to fucking work. They never <coughs> taught them that. But if you, if, you, if you know resilience and you know how hard your parents worked to provide for you, you would have that mentality. Fuck that. I'm standing on their shoulders. I want to build something for me, myself and my wife and kids. If you have that mindset, fuck, you can get anything. All you got to do is manifest and sustain yourself. I don't want to be like those rich people out that way. That's why when I get my house in everywhere, we're going to be having the podcast when Cam's got his <laughs> podcast full time. You got And you got you to gotta just believe in it, you know? Because we, you know, we come from nothing. We've got nothing to lose. got everything to gain. Yeah. We just got to teach our kids to dream, man. Like, it's so, it's so like, it's like almost cliche when you go, oh, you know, you go get a degree, go do this. But if you have it in your head, fuck, I just want to, I just want, I just want this. And if I can get it between this time frame, or if I don't, at least put an action plan in place to do it. Because like um, Buddy Holly says to Richie and Valens when they step on the plane, Hey, don't worry, Richie. The stars belong in the sky, you know. <laughs> so if you must, man, you know, you're at least you're above, you're above the clouds, and you can, you know, you're shining. <laughs> but he's got a yeah, man. I think yeah. Teach your teach your kids to dream, me, eh? dream big. Yeah, that's a good message. So I've already told you about that Jeep um, Grand Cherokee that's looking keen. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen on my uh, Facebook marketplace. What is it? Um, have you seen the Fast and Furious the 10 the Fast and Furious no. they pull up in the truck it's called a track hawk it's a mm. Grand, Grand Cherokee it's got a it's a 6.1 Hemi engine so V8 oh that's what you're telling me yeah, for. yeah. Mm. well yep yeah. go hard bro get that truck yeah, you live once bro you might as oh. well live even if I was in like $70,000 worth of debt at least I can say at least I had it yeah, there's just some things you have to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you love it that much. Oh, bro, I, I deserve it, man. I've already got one girl at, at uni now, so another three to go. And then, here I come, Uriwa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take my thug life around the way to uh, Uriwa. You know, pit stop was a you along the way. you got to have a house right on next to the beach. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, That's the whole man. purpose of moving up to Uriwa, bro. Yeah. I ain't going to be these. Oh, yeah, where's your house? Um, we're about two minutes from um, <laughs> Kaitaia. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Bro, I've got to... I mean, isn't it the, the dream, bro, is to have a batch somewhere coastal and then own somewhere close to the beach? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But then you're only there for summertime. Yeah, it's true. But it gives you a reason to leave. That's mm. why I thought everyone was still close to Auckland. But it's a retirement place, you know? I've been there... Um, Probably a couple of days ago, I went there, went to a restaurant. I was a jazz, jazz restaurant. It was pretty good. They got good entertainment places there. And it was funny because I went there and I had dinner, and there was a jazz band playing. And the, you know, how they introduced the band. The, the guitarist was from out west, from Henderson. And I was thinking, hmm, because there's no, nothing to play in Henderson. Like they have to yeah, yeah, this yeah. way. <laughs> Well, that sucks, yeah. eh? But that's why when I went up and booked the table for next week at, um, what's it called, at Miss Q's, mm. the chick was trying to say, oh, 
But we're going to look at trying to get live bands here. When I said I'll bring a crowd up, you know, after this week. Mm. It was like, oh, yeah, there's a reason to come up. I was like, they tell me, show me, I want to see it, you know. <laughs> you, can tell me, you can tell me, oh, yeah, we got a band. Then I get there and he goes, all right, this next song is <laughs> dedicated <laughs> to that table over there. Fuck, it's got to be, you know. Apparently their food's good. That's what I've heard from someone. Their, their kitchen's not too bad. I bet my excuse. So I'm looking forward to going up there. So next next Friday, if anyone's out west listening and yeah, man, pop into Miscuse. Eh? Go to Miscuse. Also, um, DJ Carves is playing on Friday night. Yeah, the other thing happened on social media to, today. I saw in the morning was um, Will Smith apologizing, <laughs> apologizing to Chris Rock. Silly man, I was oh. like, cr- that was cringe, man. This was like, what, five months after the fact? Next level. And Next level cringe. And he's doing like a fucking, he's doing like a fucking um, event, like LeBron James announcing he's going to move to Miami on TV, on the social media. <sighs> Why did he wait so long? Fuck, man, I didn't even, I didn't even think that. All I thought was, I saw it and said, oh, fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the point? What's the point? Waste the time. But you know, I I know he's still got fans out there. You know, he's still yeah. got fans. Still but got see, fans. Uh, but see, that's a start, right? Like that's a start. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can all be like, yeah, fuck off, yeah. But that's a start. See, if Jerome Lewis even just like started talking about, uh, oh yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I shouldn't have done that about what he did in that game, <laughs> the New South Wales game. Then my heart would be like, okay, he's got some progress uh, now. Because <laughs> when I see the Wolf Smith and Chris Rock thing, like, Chris Rock is the man for not saying anything. Yeah, really. No matter mm. what. Yeah. You know, even afterwards and anytime. Mm. So, me think seeing Wolf Smith apologizing five months later. Fuck yeah. I can imagine Chris Rock, what the fuck is this guy doing, man? Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he shouldn't, eh? Chris should not say. A damn thing And he's, he he's not He's not eh? Yeah and He's like, joking about it He's putting jokes In his stand up yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not like <coughs> Coming out Saying I need to Get the cameras Cameras <laughs> on me I need some directors Yeah exactly I need some makeup Do my apology Fuck Wasn't it In one of um, David Chappelle's uh, Stand up com- um, comedy shows He got attacked eh? I think someone step, uh, Someone jumped on Stage and tackled him Yeah And then he goes Oh wait a minute! That must be Will Smith, <laughs> or yeah. something like that. He, he's, yeah. he spat out something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's funny because I was gonna buy Will Smith's book before he punched Chris Rock, <laughs> but now nah, fuck that. I'm not gonna wait. Yeah, it's crazy, motherfucker, man. I mean, it's bad enough, eh? Like, very, it's, it's bad enough as another black dude. Mm. I, I think his whole family's cracked, eh? <sighs> I don't know. No, I would have known if I read his book. But I don't want to read his book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. thinking. I think the whole family's correct. So, what, so what else was on social media? Oh week? man, I was just, uh, I was, you know, like a couple of weeks back. I like, um, I think it was just after the test matches, and I think the rock, the rock had, oh, so the rock had wrapped up his um young rock season two. Man, and and um. He's got some dedications that he has on the end of his uh, last series, and just um, just him thanking people, like you know. I think you know as a 
in society and like when people move like they move up in life or they you know they tend to just forget where they are they don't do enough reflecting like people don't reflect enough of their own life but what i've found is like man like i miss my parents so much and i and i've always i'm always a sucker for wrestling like i love wrestling eh? like to me it's like the rock's dream was to always be part of the wwe and his mum's vision for him to be in that space was fucking that was her dream is for the rock to be become a superstar in wrestling and on on the second rock season it shows that fuck you know he had just become the intercontinental champion but he was getting booed and the um vincent whoever at the time stepped back and go man what did we just do because now we have a face and it's a Samoan face you know with everything that was happening in that in that in the short time from when he released that last episode it was like man Samoans. As 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 a people around the world should stop and just reflect and just absorb what was happening just after the um independence of sixty years. Cause we have like you know mainstream we got an Arnold Schwarzenegger which is the Rock, he's the number one on every big blockbuster that's come on big screen. The WWE partners, champions are Samoans. We had just seen uh, IBF international boxing champ. Jay Obataya just won, you know, a cruiserweight title. And on top of that, man, someone's uh, just shining all over the world. And I was like, man, we forget. And like, you know, you tend to forget because you're just too busy living it and you're all on social media. But look where we have come from. We've come from like the smallest place in the Pacific, yet we're in everything. People like want to be someone's, you know. Remember there was a time where your Maori mates wanted to say, Sully, that's all they could say? Yeah. Because they wanted to be someone, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm proud, eh? Like, I'm proud because I, I say to my kids, man, 20 years ago when I was at Intermediate, there was never a Pacifica group. There was not even a Samoan group. And now my daughter's at Intermediate. It's like, fuck. Stand up there and shining, like, you know, accept it because the spotlight's on you now. You know? And this is the time where you got the rock and everyone else that's shining. But like, you know, even any minority, like even as being a Tokalon, they've just put like NCEA Tokalon Lianghangana into the into the into the school now. So you can study it from year nine to when you leave. Oh man. That as a people is like fuck we've come like man, we've come such a long way, you know. Even mm. when like when I was at intermediate um, Tevaka had just dropped their first album Then they started to tour mm. But I was like man you gotta celebrate Those momentums eh Because if you don't you know, We'll find ourselves at the NRL With these seven guys that didn't want to wear a pride jersey <laughs> And just be like on the fence with everyone You know it's like nah 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 this and that <coughs> But it's like people forget you know It's like man Like a lot of like A lot of it's all coming from our figures being triggered From what you know the good stuff That TVNZ has put on demand Mm. Like yeah. when I watched the Legend of the Baron Thor, like even just watching that eh, with um, John Tui, like, yeah, oh, that's, that's pretty awesome, mean. man. That's cool like, stuff like that, eh? mm. you know. Even yeah. I watched the video clip of the Buya Tribe talking about like how they <laughs> came here, and I remember when they came for Ragamuffin, I was like, "Fuck, I got photos of the Buya Tribe when they were here," and now they've most of them have all passed away, but then they were like saying, "Man, people always want to praise us for being the first Pacifica Samoans in in Compton and and you know, and wherever they were at the time, but he said, "No, nah, it was never us. It was the Jets, and they were Tongans." 
you know? <laughs> I was like, fuck, straight up, faith. But he was like, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember and applaud the ones who did it first. Otherwise, they'll just be forgotten, eh? Yeah. But see, I never knew that. I always heard that the Jets were Samoans, but then to hear that video clip on Tongans of Pacifica. Yeah, no, that's Tongans, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Tongans, I was like, fuck, that music's iconic, man. Yeah, no, it was. It's cool too because um, even I was watching some of the social media stuff on um, the Commonwealth Games and that, and there was a because I'm on the Cook Island News um channel yeah for Facebook and I was they were showing the the team of the Cook Island team so I was like oh man that's cool <laughs> yeah man there's Samoans the Fijians everybody Samoans it was really cool I don't know but I felt really like happy and proud. Yeah, right. More this time around. I don't know why. I'm never usually like that. Yeah. Like, oh, there's Raro. I mean, the Cook Islands. But yeah. this year, I really feel, yeah, go get it. Yeah, man. And it's. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, it's uh, like a delayed celebration because of what COVID's done. Mm. You know? But it's like, man, that's a solid thing. Even I saw like they went through the Nauru, then they said the two other ones. That's like, man, mm. they're there. You know, yeah, they, they're there on the world stage, like. It's cool. I think on social media, um, I put up was uh, just in the during she came on TV and told that um, it's up to the schools to punish kids to not wear masks. Yes, yeah, stupid. Eh? But she said it in a way where she wanted them to punish kids, but yeah. she said it in a way where it's up to you. <laughs> put the onus on the on the schools on to the do school. it. So. I think that talks to like that was that was the thing because the kids were liable to get COVID but not get affected, right? Like you kids can get COVID but they're not it's just normal flu to them. Mm. Hey, they're they're sort of safe. They're you know yeah, cause that's ninety nine percent safe. Because that's true. Because like I was saying, I think a while ago, because mm. Capri didn't get the shots, but she still got COVID. But she came out okay. Yeah. 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 So if if the kids will get COVID and they'll come out okay, but they go home and they give it to the adults, the adults will yeah. be, be worse off. So that was the case happening in the first wave of, of COVID. So I think in a way, if if that was why, how people were getting COVID for the kids, then the wearing the mask for the kids makes sense. But the way she said it was the schools don't have to punish kids if they want to. But the whole punishment thing, that's, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Like, someone will get punished like I'm making when they get to the daycare. Eh? <laughs> Let's give her a little sleazy slap in the face like this. But the thing I have, the thing I have when I think about it is like, most, if you go to the mall most, or supermarket, most adults don't wear masks anyway. Yeah. Even when I was in New Zealand today, yeah. I was like, eh, mask. Because I'm so used to doing it up here in Glendine. But yeah, it was in New Zealand. I was like, no one's wearing masks. Man, no. I haven't been, I'll be honest, I haven't been wearing my mask. Yeah. It's my brother and my daughter that tell me, hey, Dad, where's your mask? I, go, oh. I mean, okay. I, don't, I, I I wear a mask, but I don't wear it on, not on purpose. Because sometimes when I, I get out of the car, I'll shit my mask, but there's no mask in the car. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. But there's some in. Karens out there, right? Eh? <laughs> some real, yeah. Like my wife said that she went to Countdown, and my daughter was like, Mommy, your mask. She goes, oh. I just asked for one inside the store. She went and asked. We didn't have any. And then she was like, oh, just go on. So she walked in. And there's an old lady. She was like, must be nice. I was like, <laughs> she was just fucking uppercut her, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That was me. Oh, I just 
por estar bien off the shelf. Y, Burrito. Y mira así, ve. Fucking ass. But uh, I, if you see me out there wearing no mask, that's because I forgot, okay? That's all. <laughs> I, I would wear it. If it I doesn't believe one. in masks. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> you boycott masks. Nah, <laughs> I'm I'm that guy. Yeah. I have a mask in my pocket, but I don't wear it. <laughs> okay, the other thing, uh, Eric, you posted up on the group page. Um, mobility parking access required. What was that about? Oh, that was about. Um, I think they they're gonna start finding people that they find in car parks. In the dis- disabled car parking, yeah, we, 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 we get a lot of people that do that up at where I work, and um, apparently there's a page for that where people can actually take photos of the like, vehicle's registration and put it on this page, mm-hmm. and then that registration gets fined for that parking. Really? Yeah. Shit. So people can just go around and take a photo of your registration if they see you in your parking spot, yeah. mm-hmm. and then put it through the page. Yeah, the thing of the parking, the mobility thing, because I got an autistic son, right? So we're entitled to have his, because he used to be a runner, man. He'd be one of those guys, if, you know, if the door's open, that guy's gone. Yeah. And like, I was like, nah, man, fuck this. We got to be close to the doors, because, God forbid, if I open the door, he lets himself out and he just runs the opposite way of the mall doors, you know? But we used to always get eyes, and it's usually old, elderly, balangy people, you know? <laughs> You need to give this guy, you know, just tip it out. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, just fuck off, honestly. Because we got a mobile card, you know? We got one. It's always hanging on the mirror. But then there's been times where my girl's like, don't they? Just go park it on the back. And I go, if there's nothing in the second arm, oh, you turn, go back and park up the front. You know? Because you pay for it. These aren't just given away for free. You got to fucking pay for it. So how many how many people want to be paying for paid for what? A free parking. You don't want to pay for a free parking. You go to town and you pay for paid parking. You have to pay for it. So why would I go pay for a free parking when I end up fucking using the mobile card because I got my son in the car? Mm. You know. But these people, they just don't give a shit and just go park up. You know, it will only be five minutes. Yeah, those other people should be fined. Mm. But their money should be given back to the um, disability community, not to Auckland <laughs> Transport. Fuck, they make enough money as it is, man. Yeah, you don't know where that money's going. See, well, I, don't I, know. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I saw the story on the news that it's up to if 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 the mobility parking is in public in the public parking, it's up to the it's only enforced by the councils. That's on the main roads, the way yeah, not inside the main car roads. Parks. Main roads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If the mobility parking is in the business, it's up to the business. Yeah. Yeah. Because I park in the the handicapped one all the time. Even my mate, mm. that's her park. It's not. That's not as her park. So we're block operators on the, on the factory floor, and it's like, oh yeah, that's Litty and Kitty's um, parking. <laughs> but I got a move, you know, mm. I got a card to the spit. But her and nah, she's like, if someone parks in fuck, she's like, fuck, why are you parking my fu- my car park for fuck? <laughs> See, but but the thing is, if 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 the if there's up to the businesses to enforce the m- mobility parking, they're not gonna do it unless they get complete. Yeah. Um, they're not gonna actively check every fucking half an hour, you know. They're a business, you know. They're a business. They only do it if someone, if you pa- see, you can get away with it a lot more at the business because if you park there for and you say, "Oh, it's gonna be two minutes," yeah. you know, you can get away with it because that two minutes, if someone's gonna complain, you're gone. Two minutes, you're, you're already gone. But that vi- that video that you shared, that was on the public road, though. Yeah, yeah. So council or the parking water parking can water, yeah. mm, can give them a uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but you got those uh, cowboy. Uh, uh, we get some cowboys that come in. They go, "Hey, you're parked in a disabled parking. You don't look disabled. You don't have the proper, whatever they they call it." And they get really, they start massive ass arguments, bro, outside the store. And sometimes turn into a fist fight. I was like, "Come on, man!" So what the hell? Eric, there's other story you put up on the group page. Yeah. Um, so a Sydney influencer accused of child sex abuse of a 14 year old boy. That's the lady, eh? Got bailed, yeah. She got bailed. She what got the bailed. Fuck, eh? She's pretty yeah. chicken. If that was uh, a <laughs> pretty chicken. But you know, if that's probably why. <laughs> but <laughs> but like, if, but if that was a dude, eh? If that was a dude, he wouldn't have got paroled. See, that's no, what. He wouldn't have. That's what um when I when I originally got that and I looked at the comments because I, I was watching looking at the comments and that's yeah. what some other people were saying. Yeah, well, and then on the other side, doesn't of the fence, make it. Yeah, it doesn't make it right, the way. Yeah, like perpetrator, what? It's a boy. She's obviously taking advantage of him. Well, well, she yeah, she got caught on the phone, right? So the evidence in the court was, you got caught on the phone admitting what you did. And that's the evidence, and so. Her court case will be will be coming up whenever it is, but she's up for bail. So the judge says she's up for bail because of the business she's running. Well, if she's not there to work the business, her family will suffer because she's the only one that can. So that was the that was the, the reason um, the for the bail. She got from yeah, the, yeah, and terms. people are pissed off about that too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, but you know, for for me, for me, like. The dad of that um, 14-year-old son will probably be okay. You're the man, eh? Hey. You're the man. Okay. Son. son. Like, Woo! You're still yeah. fucking buck, but you're the man. <laughs> son, hey. already got the people kids, but you still got fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The mother will be outraged, but the father, he'll probably be... Son. But son. that shit's real, though, right? Remember that, that movie? <laughs> was that a salmon boy and the teacher? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey. And then they went on to have more kids, eh? After yeah, yeah. she did her leg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but still. Pungle, pungle, wait. <laughs> the lady, the lady is like almost 50. Didn't she pass away? No? Or she or six No, th- that, that one oh, I that pressed. Lady. Oh, that lady. She's 50. like 48. Damn. Right? And, the, and the kid's 14. And I was like, bro, she how did they get that far? Dad will be jealous, That bro. guy must have been watching <laughs> the episode of Friends, eh? His dad's jealous, bro. His dad's hooks jealous. Hooks up with the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> my second hook up or something like that Shit. but yeah no you're right I think if it was a man it would be a different story yeah the uh, you know the thing that she the excuse that they get, the excuse that she won the bail the, the compassionate grounds compassionate grounds just because hardship. the family will suffer because she's not working that's a poor excuse man honestly fuck was she the breadwinner there yeah that's a real reason but you know what like you know, cousin Phil, he came on commented, and he made a good, a valid point that her being accused and going through all this shit would be a detriment to the business in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't make any difference. Fuck, bro. She but, uh, but she fucked would, the fourteen year old. But would it? <laughs> but would it be public knowledge? Though? Would would she have not requested like a name suppression or whatever? Well, it doesn't seem like it because her face. Face, is, yeah, it's all up in there. And she's fucking chagin. She <laughs> but she could have said, "No, that's my distant relative. Her name is Karen." 
Oh, Next, please. Hey. But see, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't even fuck about this family losing money over this girl that's going in trouble and is going to go to jail. Neither. After the court case. So, man, that that's what you call fucking survival, man. Hey, get a job. Fucking get a job, family. Because mm. if the breadwinner's going to jail, hey, it's not your fault, but hey, that's life, man. Yeah, straight up. Go get a job and um, fucking move on, man. Shit. Man, it was crazy though when I when I when I grabbed their press and they looked at the comments. Everybody was more concerned if it was a guy or you know the whole what you guys were saying. It was everybody bypassed the fact that she actually <laughs> committed the crime. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, what the fuck, bro? Wait, can I can I throw this question at you both? Yeah. Okay, so I've met I met a couple of friends. They um came to a sports day at the at the primary school. Oh, yep, yep. And then I've gone out of my way and said, man, and like, sort of like, sort of like just made it clear, like, good on you guys for coming down. Like, good on you guys. Not enough parents do this. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it's our day off. Okay, no, but to be fair, not enough parents take the time off work to go and watch their kids do sport. Like, it was an athletics day. And one of the replies was, not everyone has their choice. If you ask me, because my mentality is like, fuck, you get sick days, you mm. get bereavement leaves, you get um annual leave. Yep. Why can't this you, be one of them? Why can't you be you got you got the flu, your daughter's got the flu. Why you got to make an excuse to not take the time? Because I didn't do it from my oldest kid when I went to her first athletics days. So yep. my last kid that's still at school, this was her last athletics. So I'd never been to any other ones because I was working, but I made it. I made an effort to go to her last one. Ah, oh, okay. But yeah. then I've heard that same, oh, not everyone has the choice. That has their choice. So when I had the discussion with my daughter, she was like saying, oh, I know you're getting that. Because to me, it's like, it's a choice if you want to be employed or not, right? It's your choice if you want to go get paid or not. But it's your choice to go to work if there's something on like that. Especially with everything that you can propel about not going to work at all, you know? Mm. Am I wrong to think like it's a choice? Like, but if you choose to, you know, deprive them of your time, if that's a bad thing, like, uh, I don't it's always I'm it's always sat on my mind because I've never agreed with it. Yeah, like people say, oh, they didn't have that luxury of having the time off to go and go and support. You know, for me, like, I never even thought of it. I never even thought of taking time off in that situation. Mm. And, and yeah, you're right. We we say sick because we wanna One we're, we're hungover. Mm. We're hungover or something. <laughs> don't want to go to work. You know, we have all these other excuses to give work, but we ne- there's never a, a a time where we say, can we have a day off just to go see my kid play athletics during the week? Because oh. my work encourages it, eh? My work encourages it. Like, they have um the Father's Day week, and then they said, oh, can I go in for an hour? And I tell the bus, hey, fuck, I'm leaving at 11. I'll be back at 1. You know, what's that? Is that father, daughter, the year? They encourage it. Yeah. Oh, wow. But to hear guys who said, oh, yeah, I worked last night, I would come, you know? And then they go, oh, I mean, not everyone has that. Nah. But in my head, it's like, fuck, it's a choice if you get to work or not, though. Yeah. If you can bullshit for a day off and still get paid for it, what's the difference? You get you, paid cause more. Because this means way more to your kid. And eventually will be for yourself because it's a imprinted memory in their memory forever, you mm. know. And so, 
I had to make that like I had to go. But when I just heard, oh, not everyone has their choices. <laughs> I didn't agree. I do not agree. Sorry, was, but that that's not a that's an excuse. It sounds like an excuse to not go. Instead of wanting to go, you know, it was like, man, nah. <laughs> yeah, my daughter asks me sometimes, and I'll be blunt, honest. I tell her, no, I'm not coming. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're tired. Yeah, I tell her, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm not coming. But I'll make an effort to come whenever I can. But mm. see, your situation is different because you're yeah. not even working when you're asleep. Yeah, yeah. So but you see, have to bite the bullet and get up and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I keep my promises because I know if I don't, once I break a promise, then she'll never believe me again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I always try and make an effort to go to her, get her stuff. But, yeah, you know, if you, if you make an excuse, that means you don't really want to go. Yeah. So that's why I try and tell her. I don't make excuses. I just tell her if I'm tired and I just want to sleep, I'm going to tell her. Yeah. Still hasn't convinced me enough to accept that, oh, not everyone has their choice, eh? Like, <laughs> to me, I'm, like, baffled. Nah, yeah, I'm, like, very... Yeah, I mean, fuck corporations and work. It's still gonna be there tomorrow, right? Mm. Yeah, but your kids not gonna be at primary school forever. <coughs> yeah, that that was that was my point. Like yeah. that's the yeah, that's, that's what I was trying point. to come at. Like, that's a good point, bro. You blink, primary, high school, school yeah. blink again, working, married, married, and then you're like, oh yeah, if I had a choice, then yeah, now you're gonna be there. I oh, wish I knew that what I knew then, you know, and then wish you could. Go back and have the day off. Cause well, I think the working environment's changing anyway. Because even especially with the the COVID COVID lockdowns, like companies are more easy to for their staff to work from home. And then you got the mental health things coming in. You know, companies are more looking into mental health, where you know the dads and mothers, you know, need time to spend spend with family. Because that's the that's the biggest thing for mental health hey yeah. to, have, to be honest I feel have some, flexible time some, but some workplaces and corporations still don't know what mental health is yeah. they still don't understand it like they can implement it they can see okay this is a this is a thing that needs to be implemented like you know but they don't get it like they don't understand it they need to actually have someone within the organisation that's suffering from it or get some real higher expert advice on it yeah when because they're, when they're people, directly infected they may yeah but like like people that are suicidal, right? You don't know. No one knows. They could be the same person, smile every day, and just not share anything. And then how are they gone? Like you know, no one knows the signs. Like no one knows what's you know what's triggering, triggered them. But yeah, when it comes to mental health in the workplace, I feel still feel it's like it's still fresh to everyone. Eh? You know, your work has it over the years. Have you seen the change in like how they deal with mental health? Like you've said, like they've let you go. Without a dollar day stuff, eh? Is that a new thing? Or nah, I think from the onset because at the when I started, when I started at this place, other guys didn't have kids, so they couldn't make the excuse up. But then they would come; they weren't coming to work because they hung over. But with um, yeah, because I they knew like where my kids are growing up, and like some of them, they got younger kids. So it was like, okay, we should make that exception for him because his kids, eventually that's going to be our kids. So that's how they've sort of done the roles for everyone at work. Like, oh, if you need to go away for the kids, yeah, go. We're not going to stop you. Even if it means we shut down our line. Fuck, shut the line down. But that to me is like how it should be. Like when people make the excuse like, oh, 
some people didn't have the choice. Are you telling me that they're not they're gonna lose money by you not going to work? That's how I see it. Because it's like fuck if if these guys want to shut the line down, they'll do it. If they want you to go, because probably you can't bring back your kids' time. You can't run the clock back. You know. So I I, I just wouldn't accept the. No, not everyone has the choice. You got a choice, man. It's whether you see it or not. You know. Mm. So if anyone's listening that reckons that no, 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 they can't. Oh, tell me, please. <laughs> surely, surely, because like you know, we're 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 not machines, eh? We're humans, right? Once you've once you've left, but you, there's no duplicate of you. No one knows what you know, but everyone is replaceable in the workforce. Yeah, I think um, I think what you're saying is just a result of what your company has given you guys. So you've seen it? Oh no! Hey. But even at the same handles, if my daughter had a day, mm. or oh, dad, I got this on. And I'm working that shift. I'd ring and suck. Yeah. Because that's yeah, you know, that's what she, she wants. That's what I want to do too. Because I don't want to be that dad that's like, oh, remember you're gonna come because you have to go to work. How many guys <laughs> have you? Uh, how many guys do the same thing? Do you three know? others. Three others yeah. have left. Like they go, oh yeah, my one's on Monday. Oh, my one's on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, what time are you going? And it's like, oh yeah, you will be all good. Like some guys have gone for like three or four hours, come back and like, it's the best thing I've done. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course. I was the one fucking telling you to go. They're like, oh, you're going to be stressed. Fucking go, bro. Then they come back and they say, oh, thanks, man. That was good. And I'm like, did you bring anything for us to eat? <laughs> if I'm thinking about where I work, man, I haven't heard. It's, we're talking about, like, I want to say, like, these are different excuses that I've heard for people to not come to work. <laughs> right. Oh, well, let's start and, on these. Where these are. And, Crack and, me up. But, man, I've. This is. Okay, last up to five years, I've started to hear these ex- these reasons for not coming to work from from you know my colleagues at my work that I haven't heard before my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> my no. dog's sick. Well, <laughs> my dog is sick. Yeah, I've 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 heard that one. What the fuck? Let me not hear that one. I haven't. Heard, I'm, that's the first time I've heard that shit. My dog is sick. Wow. I had a mate, he was studying <laughs> at um that music arts. Uh, Mains is it Mains? Nah. Oh, Excel. He was he studying at Excel, dance. We started at quarter to four. He was gonna be late, like half past four every day. And he's gonna cut he's only eighteen. And I go, So are you in the program? He's, I'm in the program, but I'm sort of half in, half out. And I go, Yeah, any case. What's my excuse? I go, say your dog's sick. I knew the boss loved animals. And I go, say your dog's sick. And she was like, he was like, oh, but what about when the dog gets better? He said, no, no, no. Say your dog needs an operation and your dog's sick. So you need to mind the dog till your parents get home. And the boss bought off for fucking three months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was late every day because he had to leave home at like 10 past four to get to New Lord at half past four. And I said, say your dog's sick. But she'll buy it fucking cheaper. <laughs> she bought it, man. Three months and then he eventually left the course. But he was like, and then one one random conversation. How's your dog? Oh, he died. <laughs> See, I was yeah. like, "That's a good one, bro." There's no one says dog. Eh? I, I I I never knew <laughs> dog sick is a good excuse to stay. That's worse when you go. What kind of dog is it? That's when you go. Fuck. What kind wow. of dog? Is it? Can you see some photos? How about you, Eric? Have you heard any excuses? Weird excuses? Nah, nah, nah. I haven't actually. Oh. I'm trying to think of something right now, but it's hard. There's been some few idiot ones. 
Even, I mean, even headache. Even some, some says headache. Even that is like. Yeah, hey. yeah. I've heard that one too. I've heard even, that one. You can't even come to work on it. Oh, but you know the work, work. Like if you say you're you're ringing and sick, you don't have to tell work why you're sick. When they ask why, you never reply. You just fucking you don't have to tell them why. Yeah, exactly. But some of these, um, but what the boss I got right now, he's cool. But the ones beforehand were like, they specifically want to know. So if I've if I have diarrhea, and you know, you know they ask you, I, I tell them I'm feeling really ill. My my stomach is upset. Mm. I'm going to the bathroom, and they go, "What do you mean? <laughs> How more do I have to describe it? Yeah, just <laughs> so I have to go into detail. So I do, and then they're like, "Oh, you didn't have to tell me that you're the one they asked. Yeah. So what the fuck? Because <laughs> fuck that. Because like you need, if you take three days, most <clears throat> most most workplaces there, you take three days, you need a medical certificate. Yeah, but when the when the employer starts asking after one day or two days, you that's when you can be like, oh, well, fuck, fuck, why you, why do you need yeah. to know? The, the the contract says three days, eh? Yeah. But when they're asking you, oh, why are you sucking? Like, I don't have to declare that with you. You know, I'm not feeling well. It's fucking good enough. And if you don't accept it, or fucking, if you want, you know, file a personal grievance or get a union member involved if you're part of the union. I mean, some people just don't think. Some workplaces don't think, eh? Yeah, no, no. One of the funniest ones I've had is um, I just remember it just popped into my head. Uh, a girl, one of the new girls we had, I think a few years ago now. Um, Am I period? No, she popped into the freezer and and then, because she was doing some work in the freezer, mm. and then I heard from the boss the next day she couldn't come to work because the freezer damaged her hair. <laughs> 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 and, and I looked at my boss and I was like, what? Was, she said the freezer damaged her hair. Who gives a fuck? She looks ugly anyway. <laughs> man, I love my job, man, and I hate to throw one of my mates under the bus. But one of the island guys is like, when there's nothing to do, like our last run will probably be like three thirty. So if he, if I'm if I'm filling the last bottles at three thirty, his job's fin- pretty much been finished from twelve o'clock, and he's had nothing to do. But you can only clean the same area so many times before you don't want before you get asked to come and help out on the line. But he's like, "Oh, bro, <laughs> I'm gonna go home." <laughs> and then, bro, the excuses are hairy because the boss is always shares with me. Goes, Fuck, you know what he said? I can already say he said this baby can't sleep. <laughs> but he goes, "The baby can't sleep." First, I gotta go home. And he goes, "Why?" And he goes, "Cause the baby can't sleep." I was like, "Oh, why can't you miss this?" Oh. The missus said if I can come home and help put the baby to sleep, we're like, wow. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30 in the morning when you run out of things to do, eh? And you want to get paid for the rest of the shift. It's like, oh, can I go? Yeah, go. All good. I just laugh at like, hey, some of this guy's excuses, man. Come up with something better than that. Yeah, um, my brother saw um when he dropped my dad off one time at, at my dad's job years ago, he saw a couple in the car and the guy uh, the girl was dropping the boyfriend to work and the boyfriend didn't want to get out of the car because he didn't want to go to work mm. he wasn't drunk or anything he just said nah I want to stay home <laughs> and my brother was just he just happened to sit there in the car and he was just like waiting for my dad he was, well, he was doing this stuff and he could hear them arguing mm. <laughs> so the, the partner goes if you don't get out of work I'm going to leave you <laughs> <laughs> and he was like he was sulking like a little kid they were saying it's like, I don't want to go to work. Fuck, I don't want to go to work. Like, man. bro. Get you know, when here. I was in my 20s, man, I had some fucking pretty... I was fucking... I, I guy, man. I used to text my missus, ring work now. 
I would tell her to ring, not my team leader, ring the big boss. She would ring the big boss. And I could see from my from where I was working, like I could see her in the office. She'd pick up her phone. She'd stand up, she'd look out the window, and she would like sort of look my way and she'd okay, okay. Then I'd just see her whistle out to someone else. And run, someone runs up the stairs, she's going to Ready has to go home. <laughs> they run down the stairs, run back up. I'm like, what the fuck? I just rung like 10 minutes ago. What's taking so long? Then they come down, go and tell the team leader. Then the team leader will come and tell me, oh, hey, you need to go home. It's an emergency. I go, what happened? Oh, they just said you need to go home. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's going to be all right. Like, I gave a fuck here. I was just like, <laughs> get me out of here. I do not give a fuck about this place. <coughs> man, I was the king of that shit at Hensel's, man. Fuck, come at me. <laughs> what, what else do you want to know? I had a few babello fruitnels as well. Fuck yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Fuck, oh, I was, entitled to it. I was gonna say, hey, uh, be careful, y'all. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh fuck, you know what you do when you're 23 and you don't want to go to work, man. Like fuck, hard on. Everything under the sun. Well, we're back on work on Monday, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> boys, that's us. That uh, episode. Thanks, thanks for you guys for coming on board. I think gonna make it because I don't know where he is. See you up on um, Miss Q's, the fifth. Right. Where right. your favorite spots were, man. Sports Yo. bro. We're going to be at Miss Q's, so come say hi. Buy a beer and enjoy the music. Smooth sounds of DJ Cubs. You know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.